Hello and welcome back to Breaking Ground on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon. You can contact us on social media at iProperty Radio or email hello at iPropertyRadio.com. Joining us today is Paul Kerwin, Director at Global GCS Consulting. Paul, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Carol, how are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm delighted. I'm delighted. So, Paul, you are going to be you're going to be um, taking centre stage at the Project Controls event, which is a co-located event with the National Construction Summit that's happening um, at at the Sports Centre in uh, Blanchardstown on the 21st of March. So tell us a little bit about Project Controls and, and tell us a little bit about Global GCS Consulting. What is Global GCS Consulting? Yeah, so... Um... Global GCS Consulting is a company that's set up originally by Shmuel Miller in 2019. Uh, Shmuel is based in Israel, and he'd been doing some work in Ireland through his Israeli company. Um, and in 2019, he formalized the company in Ireland, and I came on as a director at that point to kind of run the business for him here in Ireland. Um, we're based in Dublin, and we primarily focus on supporting owners and clients. So whoever ultimately is paying the bill on large uh, capital investment projects, Um particularly in areas kind of new facilities and infrastructures or upgrades of those. Um, really what we focus on is two areas of project controls, uh, the first being project cost control. And really we're, we're all about putting into processes, controls and reporting to help clients to uh, understand how they're performing versus budget and also get that forward-looking view of how the project is performing. So they know at the end of the project what roughly they're going to cost first, it's going to cost versus budget. Um, and then the second piece of what we do is kind of more in the finance field. And that's what we'd call kind of our project accounting focus uh, function. And that's um, looking at the all the finance and accounting activities that come up in large construction projects, um, kind of the invoicing admin type activities, but also in the more technical stuff around depreciation, capitalization of assets and write off of assets. Um, so that's really what we do. We're kind of really cost focused um from a project controls perspective like what is project controls most people in construction are familiar with the 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 project triangle so of cost scope and time we kind of really focus on the cost elements as i said but um project controls is all about coordinating stakeholders to kind of manage those three areas of the project be it cost time and scope uh, and kind of always looking back and looking forward to understand how you're performing versus the baseline for the project. Um, so from a schedule perspective, whether you're in terms of where you actually are at the project, are you behind schedule or ahead of schedule? And then looking forward to say, well, based on where we are now, what do we need to do to either get back on track or if we're on time, continue doing what we're doing? Same with cost. Um, kind of trying to understand where you are today around cost and then looking forward to make sure that you're going to be hitting your uh, hitting your targets, make sure you get the project in on budget, which is is always a challenge on large large capex projects, complex ones. So very good, Paul. And as I mentioned at the start, um, you're actually going to be taking centre stage at the project controls event. Now this this is part of the National Construction Summit, and I, I think most people. Um, who are immersed in construction would see at its core the, the business of construction is the business of managing risk and managing people. So in terms of project controls, that's almost spawned a new sector of its own. Um, you know, how how does that work? Uh, how does that sit in with the traditional construction project? 
Yeah, so it's I, I'd, I'd see project controls as kind of a, a strategic management layer that kind of sits uh, as kind of a central function around all other stakeholders, be it uh, your commercial and quantity surveyors, your design, your engineers, bringing all those people together to deliver uh, controls around the project. Um, so a big piece of it would be trying to take all that spread out data and, uh, and combine it into information and reports that kind of the senior leaders of a project can use to make decisions. Um, be they, you know, if you're showing that you're uh, that you're not performing to where you'd like to be in terms of budget, if you're looking at something like earned value to see how you're performing, that you'd then be able to take actions to actually get the project back on track from a cost perspective. Um, so, Very yeah. And, uh, yeah. And when it just, it, it, you know, it occurs to me, and even having been in this industry um, a decade and a half ago when things were very, very uncertain, that there has just been this unprecedented um, coming together of factors for uncertainty, you know, whether starting with uh, Brexit and then obviously the pandemic. And now we're seeing the ongoing war in Ukraine that, you know, there are factors that are that are. Um, really derailing projects, um, irrespective of maybe some really good management. So actually, what are the current challenges um, that are impacting project controls right now? Um, There's all the obvious ones that you just mentioned, like COVID, supply chain issues. They're all impacting costs and schedule because it's getting harder and more expensive to get uh, materials or equipment into the country. But I think one of the other... uh, big challenges is just around um, probably two things actually so ta- talent is one There's, there is a limited amount of project controls talent in Ireland um, probably it's a function of project controls being quite a new phenomenon in, within construction um, and also obviously the recession from 2008 and 9 10 uh, a lot of people fell out of construction went abroad etc uh, so cost engineers, controllers, planners, schedulers, all those people are very difficult to find. Um, and then the second piece that I think is just around poor poor availability of data. Construction by its nature can end up in silos, you know, where different functional areas will work by themselves, whereas the project controls function is trying to bring all those together. Um, and the way I look at it is if you want really good reporting, you need to clearly define up front what information you need to um, to run the project in, in an effective way, and then make sure that you've got all the, the workflows and data from different stakeholders coming together so that you can actually deliver that reporting. And again, it's, it's all about getting clarity of information for senior management teams so that they can, they can actually make decisions to keep projects on time and on budget and deliver to a certain quality. And, and that absolutely makes sense. Just, can you explain maybe how that's different to the role of a consultant QS? So the, I, the way I'd look at the QS first project controls is the QS, I would think, has a far more um, commercial focus in terms of agreeing rates and agreeing quantities and those kind of things. Whereas someone like ourselves, what we do is um, take to take all the information coming from QS schedulers, designers and PMs and combine it into one kind of cohesive picture. I think the QS is a very important feature within project controls, but a kind of a, the project controls team would have a, a wider um, a wider scope than a, a QS would have in this case. But on smaller projects, the QS probably does fulfill ninety percent of the the project controls type of function. But on the larger ones, you probably need a, a, a distinct team that's kind of bringing everything together for you. 
Yeah, no, and I understand, you know, with some of the larger projects, we could just see the, the complexities are such that um, there has to be that that central point. Um, it, you know, it, you described it very nicely, almost as a layer of strategic consulting that sits. So just maybe to to help people within the industry who aren't familiar to understand who would be your typical clients or what would be your profile of clients? Uh, t- typically, we would work with uh Kind of larger companies who are, are who are spending um, so a requirement for someone like us is needed on, co- on projects that are kind of in excess of a hundred million. Uh, so you're talking very large kind of pharmaceutical investments, data centers, advanced technology, renewables, big infrastructure projects. They're they're the types of projects that would require the that kind of project bespoke kind of niche project controls support um, that companies like ourselves would would need. And I suppose looking at project controls in general, once you get to that scale of projects where it's 100 million plus, that's when you need to start having a project controls function in there because there's so much data and so much complexity in that size of a project that you need someone there to kind of keep manners on the whole thing and put a bit of structure in place that you, you can keep track of what's actually going on in the project. Yeah, um, you touched on it earlier uh, in one of your early answers, but, you know, a lot of this comes down to data. And while we know there have been huge advancements um, in construction, it is still criticized as an industry that's been quite slow to adapt. And I think uh, one of the things we've seen across other industries at at early stages of of, um, all manners of digitalization is that there is first this collection of a lot of data before there's really an application before, you know, there's an ability to draw insights. So just based on maybe your own your own project experience, where does the Irish construction industry sit in that um, in terms of collecting data and actually using that to good value? Um, I think I think it varies. I think it, it varies on um, from project to project. I think it depends on. It depends on the it depends on the time people have coming into a project. I think if you can get in in early in a project and kind of set up these structures up front, um, you can create quite good data environments so that you can have good reporting. But I find sometimes what what happens on projects is that they're everyone's in a rush to get a project started, and the project is up and running before we actually try and implement the controls and processes around managing data. And once that gets away from you it's very very difficult to kind of catch up and kind of put in data structures that allows you to report well um so i think it's probably not a an ireland specific kind of issue i think it's a case of what the approach is to the project where you've kind of got a bit of time up front to plan on how the project is going to work or whether it's a kind of a right the project's up and running now you need to implement project controls and when that happens it's quite difficult to kind of to, to get ahead of it once the project is up and running yeah, and look, that makes absolute sense. So I would imagine if I was to ask you the the best time to engage yourselves or somebody like you would obviously be at an early stage, but is that typical or when do you typically get brought into projects? Um, I would say, yeah, early, like the early engagement thing is key for project controls. Um, and I think it's like, we're obviously more on the cost side of things. So if we're able to sit down up front with... Uh, an estimating team and kind of define how you're going to want to manage the project in the future. It's it's great because you can actually set out things. Um, I was looking at um, uh, some data recently that showed that like 60% of 
the reason for cost overruns was down to um, poor scope definition and poor estimation at the start of the project. So these are the kind of things that if there's time taken up front to understand the scope and to spend enough time estimating the project, you can, you're, you're more likely to deliver, deliver that project on budget. Um, so the earlier someone can get in there and kind of implement that controls environment and that structure that you're going to be able to report on, on the project um, and, and, you know, the overall project structure, it's, it's critical, to be honest, to make sure yeah. that you're set, setting yourself up for success. Um, um, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that poor scope and poor estimating would be one of the primary drivers of cost overruns. You know, 60% seems that's a very large figure, but it doesn't surprise me that that the, the poor scope is certainly one of the, one of the issues. But does that point to maybe some challenges with procurement? Um, are there some institutional challenges with procurement in Ireland? Yeah, I think I think it's a case of um, tr- trying to um, have the leadership there to to clearly define what what people are looking to build up front. Um, there's, look, there's obvious examples that everyone knows in the media. Something like the Children's Hospital that there was a number put out there into the into the into the media, which what ends up being built is a totally different project to what was initially kind of scoped and kind of a really high level scope used to give a number out in the public. But what ends up actually being built is a totally different thing. So I think it, budgets quite often are as much about the communication with stakeholders as, as they are about numbers. Uh, I think if you're able to kind of go, well, we believe this project's going to cost X, but it's based on a total high level scope and it's kind of plus or minus 50%. Um, that kind of communication needs needs to be put in up front because once people hear a number, that's all they they think it's going to cost. And whether the you know the scope of the project is two or three times bigger than what this number was based on, people people kind of forget about that and they just kind of look at it one number versus the other. So scope yeah, well, def- scope yeah. definition is critical, I think, right? more than anything else um, for me. Yeah. I, and that that absolutely makes sense. And I suppose the, the example you gave there is one that is a, a bit of a political hot potato as well. And I think that once there's politics involved, then you've got vested interests that pull in the directions, all manner of directions, except possibly towards successful delivery of a project. So, you know, I, I, I fully appreciate that those kind of examples are, are generally not helpful. Um, but in terms of project controls, for people who are interested, um, what's happening uh, What's happening at the event on the 21st in Blanchettstown? Yeah, so um, we have a uh, pretty much a half-day schedule in place. Um I'll give you an idea of the agenda. We've got David Egan from WePlan, and David is really focused on the digital construction side of things from a planning perspective. So himself and uh, Omar Habib, who's um, working with David, are going to come in and give a demonstration. Their talk is uh, building blocks, streamlining digital construction with Lego. So we're going to be building some Lego. That'll be fun. Um, Very good. Peter, Peter Brady is going to join us from Invoice Fair, um, and he's going to talk around funding construction projects. Kieran Brennan, who I, I believe you probably know is going to be joining us from live, live costs. He's going to talk about tracking costs in 2023. Uh, Ross G- Griffin, actually a lot of stuff we talked about, Ross will touch on, which is that value-driven cost management in the design stage. So kind of getting in there early and Ross, Ross is kind of is uh, in the digital QS space. So Ross's talk, talk is going to be really interesting as well. Um, 
And the last speaker we have then is Andrew Langridge. And he's coming over from the UK. He's with a company called Rapid DCS. And he's going to talk to us about cost and carbon estimating. So they've developed a really interesting piece of software, which looks at when putting a cost estimate together, putting a carbon estimate together as well at the same time. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. Um, I okay. saw those guys in the UK and they were, it was really good stuff. And we'll wrap it up then with a, um, a panel discussion with most of those speakers at the end. You know, um, you've got a great lineup there. Obviously, we're well familiar with uh, Kieran Brennan and the live costs. Um, it, it's a show that features on iProperty Radio and we're very proud of that. And obviously, uh, Ross Crepton is a, uh, is somebody we've interviewed in the past. His digital QS offering is a particularly interesting one. So we know that this this is undoubtedly going to be a great day. Just, I suppose, to give people um, a, a sense of perspective, like, you know, if, the, if there was a key takeaway that you'd like people on the day to really, you know, take away or to take on board, what would that be? Um, I think one of the main things would be, we kind of touched on it, right? Most people think of project controls and think of quantity serving. It's a far bigger sphere than that. And I think what I've tried to do with the agenda is to bring that out where most of these guys are really specialist niche project controls companies who uh, can, can really add value to projects. Um, so, yeah, I think really just to get people to understand that there's, there's a whole sphere of uh, project controls companies out there that are doing really great things. So... Um, I, I suppose we haven't even touched on the technologies, but I know that you you mentioned there that there's going to be some demos on the day. So that's something really interesting to look forward to. And look, I will be in attendance at the National Construction Summit myself on the 21st of March at the Sport Ireland campus in Blanchardstown. Um, so the, obviously the National Construction Summit is taking place and Project Controls event is a co-located event. So, um, Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. That was Paul Kerwin, Director at Global GCS Consulting. We will be catching up with Paul at the Project Controls event uh, stage at the National Construction Summit, and we look forward to that. But for now, we need to take a quick break. Stay tuned.